Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith, technology guru extraordinaire in studio. Yay. In studio. Back from Scotland. I hear you guys made fun of my haggis. We totally made fun <laughs> yeah. of haggis. We really did. <laughs> yeah. That picture was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, it had sauce on it, and I was in a dark restaurant. Why, why does it need sauce on it? I know. It doesn't like, it ooze was, when you cut into it? Uh, no. <laughs> are, are you suggesting no. it would have been better without the sauce? But you know what? So many people have told me, it's like if, if you like scrapple, you know, like the Midwestern thing, it's scrapple. It's basically the same thing, but using sheep's intestines and organs uh, as opposed to pork. I right. mean, it's every culture has it. Yeah. Every culture has a version of using every single part of the right. animal. They tried to convince me it's like, oh, it's no worse than eating a hot dog in New York City. And I'm thinking, no, I usually just eat Hebrew national hot dogs. Right. <laughs> that, well, that's just made <laughs> from a cow's whatever. So it's not necessarily better. Yeah, and I don't even eat a lot of them. But I did taste it. You have to taste it when you're in Scotland. I, I, I did I not will. taste it when I was in Scotland. All I ate for four days when I was in Scotland and I was 21 at the time was shortbread. Uh, I ate my body weight so and shortbread. That's it. I'm going amazing. tomorrow. There was one place in Edinburgh uh, that made basically they're like homemade Twix bars. So it was shortbread uh, with a layer of caramel and a layer of chocolate. That's uh, all I ate with tea like every meal. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> eaten like, since five this Sorry. Morning. I'm so my, That's the one thing we brought back is presents. Like the person who fed my cats for me and some other people. We just brought tins of shortbread. Yes. Nice. It's yeah. so good. It's, and it's so good. So it's a beautiful country. I'm glad you went. I'm glad yes. you had a good trip. Okay. I'm back. Maybe we'll have a, another segment later on. We'll, <laughs> just, we'll have an episode on travel and we'll delve into our favorite places. Maybe we'll do something <laughs> like that. Um, but on yeah, we could do. today's show, well, maybe this is something to help you get to the travel places of your dreams. We are going to talk about Apps and websites that teach tweens and teens about money. That's actually the name of an article that was in the Wall Street Journal this week that sort of made the rounds. But it's a great article because I think this has come a long way since these sort of apps started. This has been around for a while, this idea of teaching your kids about money, about having prepaid debit cards, whatever. So we're going to delve into a lot of the apps that they talk about in this article that you might want to consider. And then we'll have our Bites of the Week. So let's jump right in and talk about this article, which was, speaking of finance, miraculously not behind the paywall. Yeah. Wasn't that interesting? interesting? Yeah, I yeah. can understand why I could read it. But so. I was so happy when you sent this because last time we talked about money, um, I said that I was going to get my kids debit cards since I'm so bad about having cash to give them their allowance. Mm. They basically just have a balance sheet on my computer <laughs> and are learning nothing. And then like a month after that or something like really, really soon, I got a press release for exactly what I needed for not a huge amount of money and I was like oh my god I'm gonna send I'm gonna set them up with this and then of course I didn't and then when I went to look for it a couple months ago I couldn't find it like I googled everywhere I couldn't find the exact one it's one of those apps well which one is it let's start with that Greenlight. Yes. Okay. So there are a bunch of apps in this article but let's start with Greenlight. I think it's the last one. Now here's my problem with all of them. I don't understand why they cost money. To me that is honestly like a bad lesson for your kids. It's sort of the the vanguard method of like you should not be paying fees for your investments because you automatically have to make 
that up in interest to you know what I mean? Like I think at least one of them had a free version. But you know what? Look, I'm I'm gonna this one I'm gonna disagree because it's one thing, you know, when someone does an, an app and they sneak in advertising, right? There's a way to sneak in advertising. So you put up with maybe Pandora even and, and get the ads because you don't want to pay. But I think for an app like this, I remember reviewing one of them Chore Monster when I was at Mashable, you know, the same thing. It's targeted at kids. You know, you don't, and it's targeted at, at moms trying to get organized. I, I think I would be upset if there were advertising in it. I don't and know. If they have a to make money. Advertising to me, I, I don't know. Care. I think, I mean, they have to make, they've designed it. They have a right to make money. Right. For, but for, I guess the adult versions don't charge you, right? Like Mint doesn't charge you to, unless you're using real bookkeeping accounting right. software like QuickBooks, you're not paying but i think what you're paying for is really the debit card for a lot of them like do grown-up debit cards have i mean like most checking accounts have fees no not if you have a you see there are minimum balance whatever which right but like matthew has a checking account he's been paying fees up the wazoo since he was 20 because he doesn't have a minimum but he should look for a different bank then that's it. I, I'm, I'm That's not. It. I'm not opposed to the fees either. I don't like if it. it. If like, but like, I have a pain point. You know, like I read a fee and I'm like, oh, I think Greenlight. I think it's four ninety nine a month, and you can get debit cards for up to five five kids. Um, I read that and I went, that's reasonable because some of the other ones that I checked out were ridiculous. One of the apps on this list, it's fourteen ninety five a month. That's, oh, that's crazy. That to me is I'm insane. sorry. I'd rather my unless kid you're coming and cooking money. dinner for my child every night <laughs> right. of the week. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Well, let's start with Greenlight, which costs four ninety nine a month um, for five debit cards. You choose a limit to your child's spending um, to just a few trusted stores, so you can say, my kid can shop at. XYZ, whatever. Which I wouldn't do. Like, I wouldn't put any limits on it. You wouldn't? Well, this is one of the things I thought was funny about this is we had this talk about city versus suburban kids. Suburban kids have to be driven to the mall. Correct. <laughs> driven to the store. So chances are you're with them. So I thought this was really interesting. For me, it would be useful because my daughters are in the city and they go shopping on their own now. Right. But here's what I say to them. You can spend $100. That's the end of the conversation. Right. <laughs> like, why do I need to pay? Why do I need to pay someone four ninety nine a month to make sure my if my child spends more than that, they're in such big trouble. They're going to go back to the store and return what they bought. But I would be paying four ninety nine a month for me to be able to put that money onto a card, not for the other controls. But why? So here's my. So why don't you just so give them why your not, credit card? Or why don't my kids have a bank account with a debit card? Why can't they just take their debit because card? Because they would not have enough minimum in there to not pay fees. And this way, I actually, I don't want to put limits on what they're doing, but I want to know what they're doing. This one alerts me when they spend money. But does your, so our kids' accounts don't, we don't pay fees in our kids' accounts? Are they linked to your account? They're linked to They're linked to yours. Mm. Yeah. See, you know, Matt wanted his, he didn't want to be linked to me. Right, you're right. No, as a 20-something, it's different. But as a teenager, their accounts are linked to our accounts. Um, So there's no minimum for their accounts. And you can just move money to their account. And I move it. Yeah. Yeah, and if they were to spend over what I told them they could spend, I would move money in the other direction, out of their bank account into mine, <laughs> which is mm. which I've done before. I've had a conversation with my mm-hmm. kids who have said, I want to take a taxi home, I'm tired, and I'm like, that's your money, I'm taking it out of your account. I would have to check into what my bank offers because everything that I've checked into, I would be paying as much as this right so why not use something that has these other features yeah if you definitely if you can't find a no fee bank account for your kid then i would 100 percent. then it makes sense but okay so let's talk about this you can review a child's spending month by month or store at any time which i also thought that was funny because again i don't know a lot of parents whose kids are just 
shopping to their heart's delight every month and their parents don't see the purchases. But I'm guessing it maybe it happens. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, I won't, I don't like giving my kids cash to go spend things if I to, to go buy things. If I did, then I guess I would need to get an accounting from them. But, like, I don't. What usually happens at this point is my son hates shopping so much that he usually just does it online. Right. And my daughter, I'll usually drop her and a friend off somewhere, and then they'll call me when they're ready for me to pay. And then I'll come in with the credit card, whether it's her money or not. Right. Um, I miss the days. Like, I, my grandmother used to just give me her charge plate to the, yeah. the department store and a note <laughs> saying that her... <laughs> me too. 10-year-old granddaughter could Wasn't use loud. it and I could do that. If I could give my kids yeah. my credit card and they could use it, I would just do that. Well, you totally can because no you, one looks now. Oh, are you my kidding kids me? use my credit card for every I give my daughters my credit card when they have their like birthday dinner, when they have their friends out to dinner, I just leave the credit card. I've with never them. tried it because it? I just oh, assumed you couldn't. Yeah. Like the, I get asked for ID so much. What, really? I yeah. never get asked for ID. Not at like restaurants and stuff, but at stores, yeah. Wow. No, do I, I look dishonest? <laughs> but I guess, so it. I guess it's an interesting thing. Like, so this woman in the article put $20 on the prepaid card. What is her, like, to me, I would just give my kid 20 bucks cash. Yeah. But isn't this because a way I would to teach them. them responsibility? Like, you have a card. This is what you're allowed to no. spend. I think isn't cash, that the point? I think cash teaches them way more responsibility. I still don't want them carrying cash. Because I think plastic makes you feel like you have more money than you have. I think part of the, so this is my, this is my problem with all these apps. Um, I am a huge proponent of your kids paying in cash because I think cash hurts. I think cash is tangible. They have to like get changed. They have to think about it. There is something about parting with cash psychologically that you don't part as an adult. I agree with, with everything it. you just said. I still don't want my kids carrying cash. What 20 is, bucks? 20 bucks is fine, but right. like if they're going shopping for clothes, it's not 20 Oh, right. Bucks. I'm not going right. to give my kid a couple hundred dollars. Right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm actually what I hate the most, and my daughter lo- did lose one of these, are prepaid Visa gift cards. Ugh. Because there's no way to yeah. get those back if yeah. they're lost. They always say, these are like cash. I'm like, those are worse than cash. You're not going to drop... 100 bucks on the ground probably but you could easily take something out of your bag and drop that yeah. on the ground and be screwed um all right well let's talk about another one so that's green light which is 4.99 a month five debit cards you choose a spending limit you can limit it to stores go for it um the other one they, they talked about fam zoo which was all big because it's it's you same thing you load debit cards with an allowance um and you can also this i thought was hilarious you can bill your children for their <laughs> portion of shared family expenses and charge them for missed chores i can totally see one of my kids phones dinging at dinner where i'm like i just charged you for that joke <laughs> <laughs> I just charged you for that extra helping of food. It's kind I mean, it's $5.99 a month, so it's more, but it's only $2.50 a month per family if you pay 60 bucks up front, up front. for two years. Yeah, that's mm. not, I mean, if as long as you're willing to commit, that's actually a really good price. Yeah, I think so too. And four debit cards are in the price. So what I love about this, because I thought this so, aside from the fact that you get to charge your kids, but I think if you just had like a running tab of how much your children <laughs> cost you, it would be hilarious. Do you know, I mean, I would love to charge Matt now, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's still, can you, can you lend me this and you know or <laughs> hey i'm still paying for your cell phone because the family plan's right. cheaper but right. i'm going to charge you every month for it it's yeah. true and then children can request money parents can approve or deny requests by email or text 
Um, you can set up instant text or email alerts about activity on the card, which includes the amount spent, where it was spent, and the remaining balance. So I actually thought that was really good because of ID theft and because kids mm. do lose things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I didn't see that for Greenlight. Maybe they have that. But I think that ability to shut your kid's card down yes. is also good. And I will say mm-hmm. that is the one thing that's appealing to me about these debit cards rather than my kids have straight up debit cards for their bank account is when you have a prepaid limit, if someone did get a hold of your kid's card, they're sort of out of luck. Right. Like right. it's going to hit that 100 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever you put on it. It's not going to all of a sudden their bank account's going to tank. Right. Because my kids have savings accounts, but I wouldn't want them to have access to all of that money. Like they get to make their own decisions, but there's still that point where they have to come to me and say, I need that money. Like I still want, like, but I you won't could do say a no. Checking account for them with a debit card linked to their savings account and just right? move in what move I need what to. you want. Yeah, like I've, I've, I think letting them make their own mistakes is ridiculously important. And if there's such a small amount of money on there that they can't make mistakes, right. like one time Fiona had saved up a hundred dollars and she decided to buy all Legos with it. I'm like you don't even play with Legos that much anymore. And she's like, no, 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 I want these three sets. And I was like, you're gonna regret it. I tried to talk her out of it, but I didn't say no because it's her money. She played with them like twice, and that was it. And I finally got her to admit that she regretted it, and it was a huge lesson. And you know, it's exactly what happened mm. to my daughter. She wanted this fifty-dollar Eve robot from Wally, <laughs> the girl <laughs> robot. She wanted it so bad because it really looked like Eve, and it mm-hmm. talked and it said like Eve. And um, same thing. She played with it twice, and she was so upset with herself yeah. later. They've got to make those mistakes now. a good lesson now. to learn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I find this interesting because, you know, so many times we threaten kids with, I'm going to take away your phone, right? I'm going to cut off your cell service, or I'm going to, you know, turn off the Wi-Fi or take away your phone. Um, and I think parents are so not likely to do that and carry through on it because they want we kids. want them to have the phone. <laughs> it's like it's for parents, not so much for the kids. My daughter dropped and her phone in a pool and didn't have a phone for five days and she never stopped talking. I want her <laughs> to have the phone. <laughs> it's awful. I think cutting off the debit card, you know, like threatening that and doing that is a lot easier to do as maybe a punishment than turning off the phone. I guess it depends on how much you have them paying for things with it. So Mm -hmm. if your kid is using this because they maybe want to get a, I don't know, a a soda after school or like where it's not going to really hurt, the phone hurts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't. I guess, again, it goes back to when you need your kid. Like, to me, I I didn't understand why a 10-year-old needed a debit card. It really didn't. I thought, there's no way this girl's ever on her own. Maybe it was but just, it's just to teach. Let it's the lesson. It. It's the lesson. So of when are you saying like when you're with your kid, you're like, all right. I mean, I guess that's just what it is. If you're with your like, kid and they're nudging you, you're or like, if you they're have going with somebody else, like there are many times when like my daughter will go someplace right. with with another with parent, friend. and instead of handing the the other parent twenty dollars, I could ju- I could have just made sure yeah. that she had her card, her paid her share. Yeah, or like yeah. tonight, you know, Jake or has if they're going to the movies or something, and she wants to buy popcorn. Yeah, or like Jake had, he's got rehearsal tonight. So, like, I'm chasing him out the door going, wait, you need money for dinner. Right. You know, this way he's just got the card mm-hmm. and I can put right. money on it. Right. I guess we use Apple Pay a lot like that. Like, mm. my daughters, because both their schools are on college campuses, so everything takes Apple mm. Pay, like the cafeteria and everything. Um, Dwayne Reed takes Apple Pay. Like, I have my daughters run errands. Trader Joe's. My daughter goes grocery shopping. I give her the list. <laughs> and she pays with Apple Pay. Like, I don't have to give her a card. It makes That's it smart. so easy. Um so I, and it's probably even worse than a debit card. Like you really don't have to take anything out to pay. You have no you don't pain see point it. You whatsoever. Don't, yeah. 
it is awful. But then I get the immediate email mm -hmm. from Apple, right, saying this was charged. Like, I know exactly what she bought. Um, it is interesting. Like, you want your kids to have freedom because you don't want to have to be with them all the time to pay for things. Mm -hmm. But you don't want them. It still feels very disconnected to money to me. Mm. Um, all right. Let's talk about another one. It's called Current. The current app gives parents visibility into how their children are spending and saving. They get alerts when transactions are made. They can see on a map where the store is and how their ch child has spent at that store over time. Hmm. Um, oh, and I again, can see just how much my daughter spends on bubble tea after exactly. school. <laughs> I can tell you exactly because what my daughter probably spends. <laughs> so, what is it with bubble tea? Oh, I my daughter's no idea. Love <sighs> So you can also block purchases from specific merchants or categories of business. Okay, see, there so. you go. I take it back. I could use the blocking thing, not as a way to control them in general, but it would be like, no, you have to come home. I've blocked the bubble tea place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no bubble tea for you. <laughs> um, but this is expensive. So it's $36 a year. So it's basically $3 a month. Um, and a single debit card you only get with Ooh. that. Yeah. And you can load automated allowance payments. So my guess is you tie it to your bank account and automatic transfers. You can choose chores or payment conditions. Teens can track their spending and savings as well as choose to donate, which I liked, to oh, thousands like of local that. national causes. Um, and use the app to request money from parents for one-off expenses. So it's, it's similar to the others, but it has that charity component, which the others do not. Um, and then they talk about Busy Kid which is an online platform so it doesn't have an app yet although they're due to have one this is 14.95 a year per family so did i misread oh, that is that the maybe one that I was maybe you thought that was a month yeah because that would be a lot so it's 15 dollars a year so it's actually i think the cheapest you link busy kid to your bank account or to a credit card um and i th i liked this you move the money into an fdic insured account so it's actually like they have a real bank account that mm. it's put into and then there's a payday which is Friday, and they get their funds, assuming they completed their chores. Hmm. Then during the setup process, parents can determine what percentage of a child's weekly allowance can be spent, how much will be saved, or set aside for charitable donations. So what I like about this is this goes to that original model that finance people say you should do with your children starting, I think we started with my girls when they were four. Um, except we did it with money, and I still recommend doing it with money with little kids, um, where you give them the money, you give them a dollar for each year of their age, whatever it is, and they divide it into Tupperware containers or whatever, where it's 30, 30, 30, 10, right? You do 30 to spend, 30 to save, save 30 to invest, 10 mm -hmm. to charity. Um, my daughters loved this. Like, hmm. they loved having that big pot we actually had a pig that was divided <laughs> and the charity was in the butt um but they loved emptying the butt and deciding what charity to give to at the end of the year like it was a really fun thing to do at the end of the year and then invest they never saw like it went into their bank account um but the most fun part about it was they counted the money mm -hmm. so they learned multiplication they learned addings. They learned to count by fives and then 25s and 10s. Like, it was the biggest pain in the butt for us because like we had to Monopoly. change. Yeah. <laughs> but they learned how to count right. and count money. And I think there was something, especially when your kids are little, that's at least makes well, money tangible. tangible. Yes. And teaches them crazy math skills that they don't know they're getting. Now, they're did you, so in these apps or, or even in your real yeah. life, did you determine how much went to each pot or do you leave that up to the no, kids? No, it was 30, 30, 30, 10. So they also had to divide. 
<laughs> they had to make equal piles, right? They didn't know how to divide. There were four or five. But they could tell right. from the piles what was even. So, like, they started to understand that. So when you, they got older, we switched to just freaking dollar bills because it was yeah. so annoying. But when they're little, it's a little amount of money. So you mentioned investing, and I just want to mention a company that I did a review of over the over the summer called Stockpile. Have you guys heard of this? Mm-mm. I love the idea, and I was totally going to do it for my kids, but my husband works for a bank, so I couldn't. Um, but everybody else should do it. it. It's basically a way to give stock as a gift and you don't have to buy an entire share. Oh, that's great. Like you could give a kid a gift certificate for $50 of Disney stock or Microsoft or whatever. And if they don't like that, they can get whatever stock they want, but at least they got the nice card with, you know, that company on it. And they can buy um, portions of a share. And it's such a great way to introduce kids mm. to investing and get them interested because they can follow some kind of thing that they like. Right. So I'll link to the review that I did of that site because I think it's really good. And, and you pay all of the fees when you give the card. So they get the entire amount to spend on the stock. Right. But you're paying fees. So then you have to have a different conversation with your kids well, that they should only invest in index funds. But that's all the conversation. No, I, 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 I would totally disagree with you on that. I think that that picking some big companies that they love is a great way no, to start fun. investing. No, it's fun. It's super fun. And the fees but are just not, not, you're not going to like every day move, you know, 2% around and pay a fee on it. No, no but no, the, no. but that also teaches them that once. holding it is, right. is better right. than moving things around. All right. We will link to that, too. Yes. Um, okay. So that's Busy Kid. And Busy Kid also has a connection with, like, gift cards and all sorts of stuff. Um it says they can purchase stock with the money in their savings if a parent approves. So I don't know how that works, but that sounds like it's very on top of it, the busy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it. I think we did. No, there was another one. I found one it. More, right? It wasn't fourteen nine to five a month. A month. It was nine dollars. Oh, month. it's chore check. Yeah, that chore seems check. like an awful That's a lot. lot. They do have a free version. They said the free version allows you to assign chores and for children to request money for finished jobs, and then you decide how much the money. The same thing will go into savings or donated. Blah blah. Um, but $9 a month, you're right, mm-hmm. for the first month free, parents can link a bank account and load spending money onto as many as three debit cards. That's really That's a lot. You could buy a lot of stock at the end of the year yeah. for that. That's a lot. of Yeah, that to me, you got to also teach your kids about fees and how they eat into any profit you might make. <laughs> that's a big lesson for people. Um, so that's a roundup. I mean, I think if it start, if you feel like it helps your kid, start to understand the concept of money which is a very hard concept when it's virtual yeah and when all they see is you paying by credit card or online banking or or if you agree that cash is better but you're never going to have cash like me or you're scared for your kid to have a debit card that might have no bottom to it yep um or your kid just you know is a kid so chances are they're going to lose it misplace Mm -hmm. it keep it in their pants that you throw in the laundry like whatever it is um, these are these are really good ways to start, and at least we'll get your kid interested. I would. What I think is sort of weird about them is it's so much about the parents seeing everything the kids doing. Um, I would have your kid look too. Mm-hmm. It seems weird that everything's so parent facing on the app side, and so it's like block this, track that. You know, it's like yeah, the kids right. should be able to look at that too and understand that they thought they feel like they're spending three dollars at a time at a place. Yeah, but, but really a parent can up. look and say, look, you know, here's a history of what you've spent. You know, right. you spent twenty dollars on bubble tea in the right. past three months. It's you probably know. worth sitting down with your kid and at that point, I don't know what these look like in terms of a dashboard. Maybe you get a little pie chart that says like here's how much you spent here and here and that here. That would be good. But some sort of you need to sit with your kid 
do for yourself too. That was my. Yeah. Thing I was gonna say well, about it's the like when you look at your this. Wi-Fi usage. You know, you see everyone yes. in the family. You get the pie chart of who's used the most Wi-Fi. Right. Who's you know? the data hog? Yeah. Um, I think that's useful. So check out, we'll have links to all of these apps. It's a lot of apps. Um, Can I just link to the article? <laughs> <laughs> they link to the apps. Yeah, we'll that's link true. to we the apps. link to the article. Yeah. Maybe just in case, just in case they end up putting it behind the paywall. I'll at some link point. to the apps. Uh, all right. We'll be right back with our bites of the week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy? Yes. So, it's about a podcast. Um, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with Pod Save America. Do you guys listen? Mm -hmm. I stopped. I mean, it's by, you know, people who are very, very experienced in government, and um, at least a couple of them worked in the, the Obama administration, and when I listen to them talk, I have a hard time believing that they helped run the country, because now they sound like frat boys. Um, Maybe that was part of the problem. I don't know. So they, you know, they've got great guests, they've got great information, but also, like, I don't know, they don't. They don't inspire a lot of confidence in me. But hey, you know, it, it, it's, it seems to be working. Their podcast is very popular. But they had an episode that just came out, um, kind of a bonus episode, an interview with Hillary Clinton about her book. And it is an excellent, excellent interview. They ask really good questions, a um, couple of painful questions. She gives a couple of painful answers. She disses Bernie a few times. Um, she's... She's just very candid and at ease, you know, because she knows these people. She worked with them. So, well, now she has nothing to lose. Yeah, so. yeah really. Um, it's kind of like when uh, Carrie showed up in the uh, in in the in the the biking outfit. Like, <laughs> nothing to lose now. He's not running <laughs> again. Um, so, if you're still a little sad, a little bitter, you want to hear her in a really good interview. You want to get some answers on where things go from here. Um, it's it's a really good episode. Cool. Pod Save America. All right. Good. Andrea? Uh, I actually have two. <laughs> but I'm going to start with um, my vacation. One thing that I learned, thanks to, actually it was you, Rebecca, when you said to me, packing pods. Mm. You know, usually we go on vacation and we stay in one hotel and I'm the queen of unpacking and putting all my stuff away. And my husband could care less. He could just live out of his suitcase <laughs> for a week. Um, and so I got these amazing packing pods from a company called Eagle Creek. They make hundreds of different kinds. I got, you know, usually I have the laundry, the hotel laundry bag that yes. I then start using for dirty laundry. Oh, yeah, that's all And I it always. winds up being this big, right? Yeah. And then I have to fold it to fit right. it back <laughs> into my suitcase. They've got this, like, wonderful little laundry bag. They've got these cube cool. sets. They come in I love the cubes. large, medium, and small. They come, I had some toiletry ones. I had a compression one. So, you know, if you really needed to stuff something in mm -hmm. your suitcase, I got a whole bunch of them. Eagle Creek's are awesome hmm. first of all they're washable they're breathable nice. they make one for you know if you're going to the beach and coming home with a wet towel and a wet bathing suit you throw it in there it's nice. waterproof odor proof That's awesome the laundry thing i thought at the end how am i going to fit this into my suitcase it was teeny tiny mm. it just it wow. was great and the reason i loved them was because we were going every night for the first four nights to a different hotel oh, we were that. on the road so we were able to take one cube and put you know 
today's socks, today's right. underwear for both of oh, us. So we didn't have smart. to open both suitcases. Takes a little extra planning. But that's okay. But it was it. it was worth it. So yeah. thank you Yay. for the idea. Thank <laughs> so you, good. Eagle Creek. So good for families too, because like I, I know a lot oh, of people like they, totally they just different. pack one kid's stuff in this cube, yeah. one kid's stuff in this cube, yeah. and then when they get to the hotel it's just so easy. It it's was so easy. so easy. And the other thing for me was I got this new suitcase that I love from a company called Hedgren, I think it is. It's purple. Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's rigid. It's it's beautiful. It's got the four wheel drive rolly thing, you know, so you can just push it yeah. through the airport. But one side is a zippered, you know, everything goes in, and then you zipper the the mesh thing closed. And so, if all you have in there is clothes, they fall all over the place. So that was packed up with all the cubes, mm. and it stayed in there, and the clothes mm-hmm. were on the other side. So that it just worked out well. It That's worked out really, really well. Cool. Okay, and then the other thing I just want uh, us to link to because everybody has been asking questions about Equifax and do I need to <laughs> freeze my credit and what do I do? There's been a ton of stories, but there's one really good one: the Equifax. FAQ. That's kind of hard to say. You've got questions. I want to give you answers. It's from a great security guy, Bob Sullivan. It's just answers all the questions about, do you need to put a freeze on your credit? Do you really need to sign up? No, you are not signing away your rights to sue Equifax in a class action. But it's really good. It's got a lot of information. So we'll link to that. I would like to say no one's getting any money from that class action. There's 143 million people who are breached. Everyone's uh, going to get three cents. Yeah. <laughs> Except the lawyers who are going to get all the money because there's going to be a big class action. That, I, I hope mean, they go to jail. That should have been like I just hope they go to jail. Well, at least the ones who that, sold stock. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's, oh, that's insane. so cor- If that's not yeah. insider trading, I don't know what is. Martha right. Stewart went. Yeah. For yes. They need to yes. go. If, you know, if you're not required by law, and how many times have big companies been hacked, you know, not as big as Equifax, but still, and it's like two, three, four months before they even say that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, last month, once again, my credit card was hacked and mm. had to be replaced. And now I'm wondering, you know, who knows? Is that part of it? But if that happens to your company and you dump your stock and you, you're you saying you didn't know, yeah. oh, they totally should go to jail. Bye-bye. Yeah. But um, they won't. Probably not. The one, if one thing happens is I hope that the, the law changes, like that Congress might act and say you need to report this right away and you there are financial fines for being hacked. I mean... That's yeah. unacceptable. Well, and just the monopoly that these three yeah. agencies have on credit. The I whole s- thing, the whole credit industry needs to be upended. I stopped yep. listening after Congress has to act. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So I my bite this week is also a podcast, but I thought it would go along with what we talked about this week with finance. It's from Freakonomics, um, and it's everything you always wanted to know about money but were afraid to ask. Ooh, I and don't know that episode. so good. It was an August 2nd episode, so it's kind of old, but I'm just catching up on everything. And it's about financial literacy, which is, I thought, a glaring omission from every single one of these apps. What those apps for kids do is allow you to just give them a little bit of money on plastic and control how they spend it. But it doesn't actually teach your kids about money. And... That's because adults don't know anything about money and financial literacy is insanely low. And not just in this country, but worldwide, it's something like 30% of adults can pass a five question financial literacy test. That is like they do the test in this episode. Hmm. And when you listen to these questions, it's heartbreaking. 
that people don't. Did you pass? I did pass. <laughs> Probably because I listened to a lot of Freakonomics. Um, that needs to be taught in schools, right? I mean, everything about this. So one of the things, um, one of the guests on the episode is the author of The Index Card. Have you guys ever heard of this? It's no. a book, but it started as an internet meme. This guy was like, there's five things you should know about or six things, whatever it was. And everyone, you could fit on an index card everything you need to know about financial literacy. And someone said to him, well, where's the index card? Yeah. So he did it. And when he did it, and he was just like a little finance blogger dude who started writing about finance. It went like crazy. It was like one of the first things huh. to go crazy, crazy viral. Because then like all he's like, all these sites that like I'm too old to be on, like Lifehacker and BuzzFeed. <laughs> he's like, people started picking it up. Um, he's really charming and lovely. So anyway, it's literally like, He's like, you can put on an index card and stick it on your fridge. Like, these are just tried and true things. I think there's 10 altogether or something like that. And then he ends up writing a book um, with cool. this woman. So I highly recommend the episode and making an index card. Um, but if you're going to start your kids on this idea of saving and spending and whatever, you might as well have a bigger talk with them <laughs> about financial literacy and what all these things are certainly if your kids are teens and they're about to go off mm -hmm. into college but definitely if your kids are graduating from college or if your kids are teens getting their first jobs whenever someone's getting their first job um this it's so important and so we'll link to that Is episode this it? everything i always wanted to know about money but we're afraid to ask that's the freakonomics okay. episode download. all right it's so <laughs> it's good. in my feed but and not i had downloaded. stopped listening to freakonomics because he had one of the coke brothers on for two episodes and it was such they were so badly done and so mm. kissy assy and he didn't confront him on anything that i thought like ew what is wrong with you and so I was really turned off, but then I saw this episode and I was like, ooh, that sounds really interesting. So I started listening again. Anyway, that is our show for today. We will have links to everything we talked about on Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites and ParentingBites.com. You can find us on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, share. And, of course, on Play.it where you can find us and all. And yes. we have a new place to listen we to do us now, Radio place. Public. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Great new new app. Now we can uh, you can listen right on our site again to the podcast. Yes. It's up and running. And if you have a blog and you want to share an episode right on your blog, it makes it super easy if you have a WordPress yep. blog. They have, an, they have an app for Android and iOS. Super, super easy and free. And free. We got ourselves listed. <laughs> took a little, little moxie. Um, <laughs> but we did. So check us out. And until next week. Happy parents.